Hey New Orleans Pelicans fans, welcome back to Unfiltered Dunks with me, your guy Chris Dodson over at Forbes Sports covering the Pelicans and the New Orleans Saints and music movies and hoops for the rest of the NBA and general topics covering just whatever tunes and whatever, you know, flicks is out there on Netflix hitting the big screen now that we open them back up. I hope y'all had a great Easter. Uh, we found us a little Easter egg with Lonzo Ball and a win in Houston. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the last 23 games and how Zion can really help this team close out a playoff play-in spot and why next season he should be in the MVP conversation. But for the rest of the week, we only got six weeks left of this season. We've got 23 games. We're in Atlanta tonight. We need to get them back for, you know, the Hawks come into New Orleans and took a win, even though it was a short-handed Pelicans team. They took that win from us. We need to go to Atlanta, take that back. We're traveling straight to Brooklyn to try and handle the Nets. I it, I don't see that happening. Hopefully, we get the full team back when we come home and play the 76ers this Friday in the Smoothie King Center. And and that's the stretch run of of like the I think our toughest week remaining. Uh, past this, we've got a lot of teams that we can we can jump because we're going to play the Sacramento Kings and the Golden State Warriors. Uh, the Kings once, the Warriors three times. We're only a game back of the Kings, tied with the Kings, uh, depending on what they do tonight. And, I mean, Golden State's just a couple games up on us, but three games, three wins, and we knocked them out. They've lost seven of, seven of eight. So catching the Golden State Warriors is still not out of the realm of possibilities, even though Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram have been missing a lot of time. Again, them missing time gave Lonzo a chance to step out in this Houston game. It was his, his, his return game to the, to the lineup, really. And you could not have asked for a better reintroduction to the team than Lonzo Ball did, considering he was coming off of a lot of trade rumors at the deadline, injuries that was nagging him. He come out and showed that he's, he's really ready to be a warrior, the won't-bow-down, sturdy rock of this team that has the trust and respect of both Zion, Ingram, and also the front office. But let's look at how we get to the playoff and the play-in spot. And really it starts with Zion coming back. We've got to get him back and hope he's still in MVP form. But an improved defense and that generational talent of Zion Williamson have kept the opportunity of the playoff experience uh, within reach. And now that the team's got to go on the road, we've only got, a, we've got like, I think, 13 road games, I think, and nine home games it's something ridiculous when we had 25 it was 11 and 15 or 26 games left it was 11 home games and 15 road games and the teams played to form and they they've fallen further and further away from being a 500 playoff team uh, if they sneak in at this point it's looking like they will have a losing record but that's just the case now that they they've expanded it to let give the 10th seed a chance and that's the only way the pelicans this year still have a chance at the experience they want to, to chase in a championship. Hopefully the Pelicans can sneak in. They actually win the 9-10 the game, and then the uh, depending on if they're the ninth or 10th seed, they beat the 7th or 8th seed to capture the 8th seed. And they could match up well you know, against most teams in the playoffs when healthy. But they have to get there. There's still a belief within this Pelicans locker room that, that the defensive improvements will continue, even without Josh Hart. 
they're starting to pick up more and more of Stan Van Gundy's system. And then pair that with, again, Williamson's MVP caliber season, and I think they'll sneak in. I mean, Williamson has 24 consecutive games of at least 20 points while shooting 50% or better from the field. He's one game away from tying Shaq's shot clock era record of 25 straight. And we'll see how he does when he comes back. But the, the team feels confident. This is the smartest, strongest, most fundamentally sound ball player Williamson has ever been. It's the best he's ever been on the court when he comes back. The extra rehab, the extra uh, off-season work, even during the pandemic, that has helped Williamson become a player that many many thought he could could become, but I don't think anybody saw this this early, especially with him playing in his point Zion role. I mean, at this point, I've heard most everybody expects his next 25 games to be better than his last 25 games, and that he'll come back next season ready to prove a point. He'll be squarely in the MVP conversation then. The Pelicans with Ingram, uh, depending on who they bring in between Say they keep everybody and just bring the band back together. Bledsoe plays up to his level that we know he can play at. Uh, Lonzo Ball continues his upward trajectory. Then this team will be in the mix for a 3-6 to seed possibly, and Zion will be in the MVP conversation because his stats warrant it. He's averaging 26-7, and three or four assists per game. He's still settling into that evolving, never seen before, point Zion role and even with that increased usage even with the focus from opposing defenses Williamson still has the third highest player efficiency rating in the NBA he's almost about to clip 30 I mean a 30 per is ridiculous and I mean he's only scored less than 20 points in only six games this season one of those games he played only 17 minutes they won 113 to 80 the Pelicans did over the Oklahoma City Thunder. He scored 19 in a bad loss to Minnesota and 18 in a good win over San Antonio. He sat early in that loss to Minnesota because there wasn't really no point. But he's top 20 in every game since February 5th. And in that game, he dropped 18 in a comfortable win over the Pacers. Uh, I mean, Rick Carlisle admitted Williamson's an unusual force. If the Pelicans make the playoffs, they're going to be a tough out. Dallas doesn't want to see the Pelicans in a play-in playoff series sort of situation, even with Nicolo Melli playing like Dirk Light. That's just, even though New Orleans would have to go to Dallas. I mean, the the Pelicans are 7 and 16 now when visiting other arenas. Uh, Well, 8 and 16. I've got to update that from the Houston game. And they like 2 and 5, 3 and 6, 3 and 7, depending on how you want to judge close games, critical games that are close in the last three minutes, five minutes, five points, six points. And and a lot of that comes down to this team, as much as Ingram, Josh Hart, Lonzo have played together. They haven't played together that much this year on the court all at the same time. Same for Zion. They're still learning. First-year head coach Stan Van Gundy has lamented the lack of practice time in it, and he's admitted that most of the sessions focus on defense. The team's finally picking that up. These hours in the gym are starting to pay off. Before the he got injured, and I think it's probably going to end the season, uh, Josh Hart explained that the defensive improvements, that it, it's a great effort. It, it's a, attention to detail. It's trusting each other. It, it took time. 
they only had played 40 some odd games going on 50 games now and it takes it takes time to build that trust and the camaraderie and the the knowing where somebody's going to be on the defensive end is tougher than knowing where they're going to move with the flow of the offense on an offensive end i mean pick up basketball we all grew up just flowing with each other but nobody really just got out there and drilled defense so naturally defense is going to take longer especially in this nba it, it also took a minute because van gundy had to get the attention of this team going back to defense he's calling them out just a few weeks ago for not caring as much about defense as they did miss shots and then they care about the missed shot not get back and now the other team's got to run out now a month later he's praising the team's defense uh after that tough win in boston the Pelicans had a two-game winning streak after that. They'd won their last two row games. Things were looking up. Uh, now it's 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 a little bit more daunting because they've taken some tough losses. They've they've been shorthanded in some games, but though it's a road game heavy schedule, this should be a manageable challenge. They play the Memphis Grizzlies. As long as they got a full squad, I mean, Ja has not beat Zion. We're fine with that. Uh, the San Antonio Spurs, they've already started packing it in. That They'll play because it's a Popovich team. And same for the Mavericks. Uh, looking at Stan Van Gundy, if he wants to get this team into the playoffs, he's going to have to beat a Rick Carlisle, uh, a Popovich, a Kerr. All of those, they've won titles. They've been to the finals. Sure, he's been to the finals once with the Magic in an Eastern Conference that wasn't that great with a, a system that is now – not so uh, not so much going to catch anybody off guard, so to speak. But the Pelicans play each of those teams once more in the regular season. Wins in those games would be extremely helpful. The focus is on that matchup with just one of them. Pelicans just need to keep pace, win the head-to-head matchups with the Kings and Warriors. The Pelicans have the same strength of schedule as the Kings, host them on April 12th, And then the Pelicans, after that, the Pelicans only play two teams, Brooklyn and Philadelphia, with winning records uh, before the Kings come to New Orleans. Sacramento plays four teams. The Golden State Warriors are up a couple games, but they will play three times again in the last two weeks of the season. If they hold serve until then with decent defense and a decisive Zion Williamson, the Pelicans should gain all the ground they need to claim a playoff playing spot. A win in those games would also go a long way to boosting team morale and helping the front office identifying the future building blocks for this sustained championship culture David Griffin has said he wants to build. Do that, Zion will get the MVP, the Pelicans will get the playoff spot, and soon enough they'll have a parade in New Orleans that has nothing to do with Mardi Gras and everything to do with the Pelicans. Hey guys, it's been a quick 12 minutes. Gave you a quarter. Come back tomorrow. We'll have a little bit more content for you. This has been Unfiltered Dunks. Check us out at my Forbes uh, archive and also over at Music Movies and Hoops. We do giveaways with Zion cards. It's been rated Jim Mint. Uh, stuff like that. Just just come over and check us out. Thanks again. Had Hope you had a happy Easter. It's getting a lot of sunshine out here. See y'all soon. Hey, Pelicans fans, thanks again for coming back and listening to the Unfiltered Dunks podcast with me, you got Dodson over at Forbes Sports and Music Movies and Hoops. Just had an article come out that's profiling Kixer Damas, the guy that did some stuff for Josh Hart's shoes. They're both cut and sew, uh, 
you know, they're both on the Cut and Sew roster. So go check that out. Support your people. And uh, go check out Music Movies and Hoops on Twitter and Instagram. We're giving away a graded Mint Zion Williamson rookie card. You know that's something going to go up in value. We got some shirts, some other some other uh, cards for you. So give us a five-star review. Go check us out. Leave a comment, and you are automatically entered into the contest to win the cards. You don't have to do anything else, but we do appreciate you checking us out. Thanks again.